The Drum Candy Podcast is brought to you by Drum Factory Direct. What's up, everyone? Welcome into Episode 7 of Season 3 of the Drum Candy Podcast. This is your host, Mike Dawson, coming to you from Drum Factory Direct in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. This week, I invited Tom Went and David Throckmorton back to the studio to interview their good friend, fellow drummer, composer, educator, James Johnson III. James is an incredible musician, and I'm happy to have him in the studio and just let Tom and Dave do their thing. They just, I mean, they know each other basically their whole lives, so it's cool to just be able to fly on the wall. I'm actually out of camera controlling the uh, the switchers on this one, so it's fun just to sit back and listen. But James's career, well, I mean, he comes from a, a, an amazing musical family, both of his, his parents our artist. They founded a music school here in Pittsburgh that just celebrated 40 years. Um, so he's been surrounded by music his whole life from the church and school. He studied with the great Roger Humphreys when he was in high school. He studied with Roger's nephew, Greg Humphreys, when he was younger than that. So this uh, it's a bit of a background story on how he got going in that world, um, how he came to the drum set, and then his career took off when he landed a gig with the legendary pianist Ahmad Jamal. So we talk a bit about that. This is a fun one to just sit back and listen to three old friends just hang out and talk shop, talk drums, talk music, talk art. Um, yeah, so enjoy the show. It's good. It's good to hang with the two of you guys, man. Yeah, man. Good to see you too, man. I, the last time the three of us were together, that I don't know. I think that might have been James's birthday, right? I, that might have been it. Yeah. It was, here unless we end, oh maybe in my it was birthday. technically yeah but I didn't get to hang yeah and we right. were all in the same yeah, place right. for a second yeah 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 or the last time we filmed yeah that's that's stuff. just what he said yeah oh is that what James said yeah yeah but it's not often though so yeah it's good to have a chance to you know <laughs> you know to hang out yeah we don't see you enough James anymore I know I know yeah I don't come you know I don't be all as much as I used to be <laughs> but I still go out but we're growing up man yeah. I know. That's true. So we're here to talk about you today. That's right. Yeah. And you come from a you come from an <clears throat> amazingly musical family. I do. Yeah. And you've been pretty much playing music since you were born. Yeah. <laughs> I've basically been playing music since I was probably th- three or four is when I started to like as a matter of fact, I remember we used to live in Lincoln Lincoln and it was this place on Van Drive. I think I was four or five. And my dad had a Hammond 200, Hammond B3, B200. Wow. And, the, and it, was, it was not the most attractive looking thing, but it, was just, it, it sat in the middle of, the, of our living room in our house. Wow. And I feel like that, that organ was like the source of like, it was like the center of like where all of it began. You oh, know? wow. Because we had like a lot of choir rehearsals around. And, and um, that was kind of like, I feel like that was the beginning of where it all happened for me as far as like the introductory, just like, because my dad would, you know, he would be giving out choir parts and I would hear, you know, so I was constantly around that, you know. Wow. And then, yeah. And if I wasn't there, I was at AMI, so it was just yeah. like yeah. constant, yeah. And we should we should tell people about that because... Yeah. You know, your both your parents started their own music school, the yeah. Afro American Music Institute, yep. and it's been around for forty years, over forty years at this point. Yep, forty year anniversary this year. Yeah, and um, and if I wasn't at home, I was at the AMI, and uh, and where we first began was in 
the basement of St. James AME Church. Yeah. When you were, and, uh, you I were was little. Little, yeah. Yeah. 1982. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was my first, those were my first times of having, you know, drum lessons with Greg. Is that right? Because Greg was my, that was my, and that was four or five, you know, whatever. I felt like that. Greg was on like the original faculty. Was the original right? faculty. You were four or five, or five? Yeah, four or five. Had you played at home before that or anything or just, just a, just, just sticks a, in the hand. Okay. Pots and pans. Did yeah. you have drums at the house before that? I did, but it was like, playing know, around. Kmart, something, something yeah. like, you yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so. Can I backtrack yeah. for one second? When, yeah. when you talked about the, uh, being around the organ at your house yeah. and your dad leading choir and mm-hmm. stuff. Were you trying to sing then? I wasn't. No? No, I wasn't singing. I was just hearing it. I was like, I was... Absorbing it. I was all. in the house, but I was just hearing, I was always hearing like, yeah, here's the alto part, here's the soprano part, here's tenor. So I was able to like really, that. I, th- I feel like that was like a huge like training well, as far as That makes sense. Like, and like, to me, yeah. what I know of you Absolutely. as a musician, that makes yeah. sense that you were... Hearing that and taking that all in. Yeah. So I'm sorry to cut off the so the Greg thing. Yeah, and the Greg yeah Greg thing was that was a. So Greg Humphreys we're talking about. Yeah, and he was he was my first teacher, but we had this room in the back, and it was it was the drum room, but there was no drum set in there, which is weird. We just had our our lessons was on were on a wooden table, with sticks. Yeah. Maybe a pad sometimes, or we play on the table, and a book maybe, and that was like our Saturday lesson. Wow. It was rudiments and reading, so it was never really a drum set. Back yeah. Then, you know, so. Wow. Yeah. Oh, That's a good place to start, though. I think. Yeah. It is. You know what I mean? I think you should start. start kind of that yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. How long did that go on? That went on for probably a. F- I'm thinking a few years. You know. It's just at the table. Just the table. Yeah. Just the table. Just have cool. to, and it would be like three or four drums. Would be group drums, you know, and it would be four of us, and it would be sticks, a wooden table, and yeah. and but sometimes we would just play on the table, and you can hear yeah. it all the way through the school. Sure, or it would be a, a drum pad. So that was kind of like where it all started with Greg. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, man. And then, du- du- of course, Dwayne taught there too. He was also the. He was part of the original. Original and uh, wow, man. yeah. So how much? Was Greg um, connecting what you were doing, <clears throat> whether you're reading out of a book a little bit or playing rudiments, to 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 music, the music that was happening yeah. in school? Is there any of that right away, or did that take years before you started trying to play maybe with some, with some other musicians or play with other people? Yeah, I feel like, or or yeah. even if you were playing, just like, did you ever play on a on a snare drum with 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 a, a group or anything? Just snare drum? Yeah, like it's cool. Like eventually, yeah, it's cool I think that happened. That. that that didn't happen until like Kappa, probably. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Kappa High School. But, but were, um, I mean, you started playing with your parents a little bit. When yeah, you were I was playing with my parents at a young age. Yeah. Um, I mean, my first experience with drums were in church. It was in St. James AME. Actually, it was in the same church, and uh, you know, I had I have a picture. It was a, it's a I had a ride symbol, and a, and one big floor tom. And that was it, and that's wow. where I, that's where it all kind of started. You wow. could join like an indie band, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm just joking. So, yeah, and then I played. You know, the experience of just playing with my parents growing up, and then uh, you know, just constantly being around music at AMI, and then being at home. It was just like there was no kind of getting away from it. You yeah, know? yeah, it was always there. You know, 
Yeah. So when did the when did the drum set sneak in? Yeah, man. I don't. Do you know how old you were? Yeah, I don't really. I think I think I was. I was still in the. I think it was Van Drive still, but it was. It was six, seven, mm-hmm. five, six, okay, seven, so something yeah. around there. It was young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing too much with it, you know. Yeah. But it was. That's the first time I got a kit. Yeah. Did you start playing drum sets sitting in with your parents, or was there, mm. or was there something else happening where you were like first getting experience playing with other other musicians? Yeah. You remember? I think my first experience with playing was not was with my parents. Yeah. 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 And uh, would that have been at the school? Or and that would have been at the school. You know, and it would have been with, yeah, it would have been it would have been at the school, AMI, yeah. or at home. You know? Yeah, that was my first. Yeah. How much yeah. did your dad have to say about <laughs> what pl- you were playing and how <laughs> yeah. you were playing? My dad didn't really give me a lot of direction as far as like what to play. I mean, there were times where he would. I remember him saying. You know, my time. I remember him when I was young, like, we got to do better with the time or something like that. There was no really, like, no strict, you know. Yeah. I didn't have that, you know. Yeah. It was just like, all right, we're playing a blues. Okay, <laughs> we're playing Latin. Or we're playing, a, you know, it wasn't, yeah, yeah but. Yeah. But you yeah. had a lot of room to just figure stuff out on your own. Basically, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. You were, my guess is you were probably doing a, a good job. Like, young enough that he didn't have to say too much just because I'm guessing you. I mean you've always been such a musical yeah, guy I'm guessing yeah, that, for sure. I mean I don't mean that you were playing like yeah, this yeah. amazing stuff or anything but I'm sure yeah, it was yeah. like I'm sure it made sense it was appropriate yeah it yeah, made it sense was, yeah. you know I think so yeah <laughs> <laughs> so did yeah. you start talking yeah. to Greg at a young age about, about the drum set or, or was that just more just you were just pl- hands on playing with, with your folks yeah I think once we moved to the school moved uh, to Tioga Street, uh, that was the, that was where I feel like I got a lot of one on one with Greg, m- for the most part. Yeah. Um, you know, if it was us, you know, shedding together, because mm-hmm. we did a lot of that growing up. Like he, he made me shed with him. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Which is cool. And or if it was just like reading out of a book, or yeah, it was. Or and a lot of it was, you know. A lot of my experience was going to gigs with my dad. Mm-hmm. So he would take me to a lot of his gigs. And, you know, I remember the core group was always Dwayne, my father, Greg Humphreys, Nathan Davis. And sometimes I went to go hear Joe Harris as a kid, too. It was Joe Harris, my dad, sometimes Dan Watson, you know, different mm-hmm. bass players. So that was a huge learning experience as well, you know, <laughs> just, just, you know, by his side. Yeah. When you were when you were around that age, say between five and ten, what kind of what kind of music did you hear in the house? Was mm-hmm. it all church music? Was there jazz and R and B? I feel like it was a I feel like it was a mix of gospel and jazz mm-hmm. for the main part. And then, but there was there was R and B too because I have three older sisters, so I was I was I had I was listening to all, all the R and B and pop stuff too. <laughs> sure. But I don't, I don't, we didn't have like, I didn't have the record player thing. My dad wasn't playing records. Like I was, I don't remember anything. Like, I don't have that kind of story. It was more like him just playing and it was rehearsals and different yeah. musicians coming in for rehearsing. And I was just around it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know? yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. 
Is that where your love of DeBarge comes from? Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> DeBarge was huge. That's probably even a little later. Like, earlier, yeah. it had to be stuff even earlier than that. Yeah. It was way earlier, I bet. It's <laughs> funny because, yeah, DeBarge goes back. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, yeah, all that stuff. Luther, yeah. Anita, all that yeah. stuff. And then the jazz stuff and then the gospel stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. So did you, you started, I mean, I'm not trying to get ahead. I'm, I'm just trying to figure mm-hmm. out. I know you went to Kappa eventually with Tom and um, did you play music in school like in grade school did you play in band yeah I I don't think let me think about that real quick (laughs) (laughs) you don't know like in fourth grade I don't think I did no okay (laughs) I don't I think middle school is when I started playing in band and that was at Malliance Middle School on the Hill District okay and they had band and that was my first time playing in band and of course when I got to Kappa in ninth grade that's where that's where all started the middle school band stuff was it all like Snare drum, like no, it was like drum, or was I was playing drum set. Okay, yeah. What hmm. was that? What were you doing then? It was was it like a like a school jazz band or school school? jazz band? Mm-hmm. And yeah. we barely played concerts. We might have played like a few, you know, concerts <laughs> yeah. throughout the year. But we were at that point though. Like yeah. so, you know, middle school. Were you? Did you feel like you were serious about playing it? Did you take it serious? I don't know if I like. I can't remember that. Like if I said. I'm going to take drums serious, or I'm going to. I just feel like I just been doing. I've I was doing it. it. It was just. Yeah, you've been doing it since you were born. Yeah, so like kind of like, like what you. Do. I don't remember making you, a, yeah. a decision. I don't remember making a decision. Yeah. Like I mean, I was kind of the same way. I grew yeah. up with music in the house, and my dad that played drums, and brother that played drums. Yeah. So so it's like I don't remember ever not doing it. Which was kind yeah. of what you're saying. Right. Yeah. And then eventually there was like a moment where I was like, okay, I'm I want to be serious about it. Yeah. So I, I don't want to jump to that, but I'm yeah, just wondering yeah. when what what happened when you were like, okay, like I really want to play. Am I getting too far ahead? Mm-mm. No, because I really that I really can't. I don't know how to answer that. You know, yeah. like because yeah. I, I feel like it was it's just it was just. I mean, do you think you were already playing? kind of well before that even was a thought or do you no, think something happened I don't that, okay. <laughs> I don't no way man <laughs> I mean like you said I, I probably could hold a beat you know but um, I don't think I, it was anything to yeah because I think know. some people like they, they have this natural ability or they or they it, they take to it really well and then all of a sudden they might realize like oh yeah. I actually have some aptitude here and I'm yeah this is something I should explore. Yeah. And on the other hand, there's times where people really want to do it, yeah. and they take it super serious. But maybe they don't. They don't have that that aptitude for it. Yeah. You know. So I think my guess is like you had a natural mm-hmm. knack so. of musicality and playing. Yeah. I'm just wondering when you were like, yeah, yeah. I'm I, and I love hearing stories like that. You know, people who who kind of like <laughs> they can they can say, okay, this is what happened. I was like, yeah, you know, at this gig, and I was watching so and so, and that. But I don't have that kind of story. I really feel like yeah. it's just been there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So you played in middle school. Middle school. And then you yeah. started Kappa. Yeah, I went to Kappa. High school. That's ninth grade for you? That was ninth grade, And yeah. did you know Tom Tom came. Already? I met I came Tom later. A okay. year, a I year wasn't later. there from 9 to 12. Yeah. yeah. But I met, I met James. Are you guys the same grade? grade? We, yeah. We were. James is a year older than me, but we were in the same, same grade. grade. Okay. Yeah. But I met him before I, I started going to, to Kappa. Okay. I think I met James around 1994, I think. So did you not go to Cap until like the middle of high school? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And that's where I that's where I kind of that's where I studied with Roger. Yep. Yeah, because I didn't really remember I don't remember seeing Roger play a lot 
before high school. Okay. Know. Once but, in a while. Yeah, once in a while. So Roger but, uh, Humphreys, obviously Rogers. the great Roger Humphreys, yeah. who's Greg's uncle. Greg's uncle. Yeah. Okay. He, he was the teacher there and at the time. So when you started there your freshman year, was that a big thing, like getting to meet Roger and play with Roger? Or, or play under his direction? Yeah, you know? absolutely. I mean, I, I got a lot of stuff from Roger. Um, equally off the stage, uh, you know, off the stage that I did, do on the stage. Or equally on the stage, yeah, you know, yeah. as we did in the classroom. But um, Roger's thing, he, he had a, he had a, his main book was the Keith Copeland book, Creative, yeah. and, that was his book. Yeah. That's the one we yeah, went out of, you know. Books, yeah. um, sure. And, um, and then, you know, we had times where we just did snare drum. We had orchestra. I played timpanis. It was my first time playing timpanis in high school, and that was a lot of fun. I always loved playing that. And snare drum, drum set. How, yeah. I didn't go to Capitol. Like, I mean, I, I went. I, I didn't go to arts high school. How much yeah. of it was was like legit percussion versus for both of you for, for, versus drum set playing? It was. It was both. I mean, yeah. I, I would say. It was kind of 50-50. So you had your concert band or one ensemble yeah, or whatever? Yeah, And then you had your... Jazz band, jazz, jazz quartet, okay. percussion ensemble. And that's a lot. I mean... It's, it is a lot. I, I, my high school had a cool program, but there were no small groups. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It was yeah. like the jazz big band. Right. There was marching band, marching band, band, band. Yeah. And then we had a steel drum ensemble, which kind of... I yeah. got to play drum set in. But yeah. like... To play in a small, I would have loved yeah. to have a small group playing. Yeah, it was fun. As, as we had a variety of stuff because it was yeah. orchestra. It was a big, bunch, big yeah. band, small band. Yep, yep. I it mean, was... I've been singing, I've been sung in some acapella groups back in the day. I mean, we That's had cool. I, it was everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, we had well, just for since since we're being recorded for the record, <laughs> yeah. there there's there was a every Friday at Kappa there'd be a, a student recital. Yeah, yeah. last period on every Friday. If you had a piece that you had been working on, you could perform it. I remember yeah. James singing "Round Midnight" at one of those. Okay. Oh wow! Yeah. It sounded great, man. James like with a group. Sing. No, just just by himself. Yeah, I mean, I think I think I somebody might have been playing piano or something. Yeah. Okay, but wow. Oh man, yeah, yeah, it was great. So were you taking? I mean, did you want to? Were you thinking you might want to continue singing? I don't in any know capacity? why I did that. Because <laughs> you grew was, up in the house. You I mean, grew up I, in, man. Yeah, I was singing. You know, I actually, I actually sung at like a couple of Rogers sessions back in the day. I, I remember that. Sat in. Yeah, uh, probably sung around midnight a couple times. Yeah, that's but, amazing. Uh, I don't know. I didn't feel like I was trying to be no, yeah. uh, be a singer. I just, you know. Right. Well, would you say by Kappa, you knew you wanted to take the drumming somewhat serious? Or did that I feel like it, I, I was already kind of doing that already. Yeah. I mean, I was playing gigs. Yeah. I okay. was playing, I, you know, I was playing, you know, Too Sweet and all those, you Ramsey's. know. Ramsey's. I was, <laughs> I was playing gigs, getting paid to play gigs. So I, I felt like, oh, you know, I was just, I was just doing it, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. So did when did you get like your first kind of real like real drum set? Mm. I don't know. <sighs> I mean, or or, or yeah. like a set that you were like so, I, okay. I, there was a set that I remember. There was a set that I got. Um, it was uh, my first drum kit that I remember it was a drums kit. You might remember this, Tom. It was that maybe you don't. It was an, it was an AMI, and it was like. A drum kit, but it was like covered in cloth, oh, I remember, polka dot yes. cloth. I, yes, and it that's was, amazing. Yeah, I yeah. remember polka that cloth. polka dot cloth. Yeah. 
I remember looking and at I that. I love that. That drum set was awesome. I don't remember what kind it was, but I, I, I don't know. I just remember thinking, like, how did they get that on cloth. there? Like that? It was cloth on the toms <laughs> yes. and the snare and the bass drum, and it was polka dot. Now, just remember that was like my one of my favorite kids. I love that kid. I haven't yeah. thought I about those drums. Kind of was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you played that w- when gigs? Like Actually, there's some pictures of it. There's there probably I are. Could, yeah. You were in I'll high school playing some... gigs on a polka dot cloth drum set. Yes, dude. that's amazing. <laughs> Absolutely. As a matter of fact, I'll send you a picture, Dawson. Yeah, I want to see that. So you can, you yeah. can. Put on. <laughs> I'd like to see that too. I remember those drums. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> There's a picture with me in it with Justin Brown and, and Robbie and yes. Howie. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk Ke- about that then. Kehonia yeah. concept. Were, were, man. Were, yeah. were any of those guys at Kappa? Robbie. Robbie went to was. Kappa. Okay. Howie went to Alderdice, right? Yeah. yeah Howie I'm not sure where Justin was. I can't remember where Justin But you knew Howie. Howie Alexander's a piano player in the Pittsburgh scene. Yeah. We've all been playing with since we were Long teenagers. Time, For me, probably even younger with these guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. How far did you go back with Howie? Howie, go, I probably was 12 or 13, I think. Wow. Okay. And you were playing together at that point, probably. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was my first, my first gig was with Howie. He was 13 or 14, maybe. And it was at the... Uh, Shady Side Arts Festival. Wow. With Hilly. Wow. Michael Jordan. Rest Robbie Edwards. Paul Thompson. That was Kehonia concept, man. And uh Yeah. Yeah. And Howie, yeah. And that was my first that was my first gig with Howie. So how was yeah. that? Like yeah. finding your yeah. your people to play with. Like, yeah, because like people like close to your age sure. that you got to hang with. I think that's important for all musicians, you know. Totally. Especially when they're young, just to yeah. find somebody that you can play with and develop something with you yeah. learning a lot you know it's it's like it's like school you know that at that, that time so um and and how we i mean that was that was a that was a uh the greatest learning experience just playing with those guys all the time yeah and learning tunes and playing playing together in clubs and, and i'm sure you were hanging we were hanging outside of playing yeah. which is yeah goes into all you know it ties it with cutting up yes. yeah sure <laughs> we were kids yes we yeah. were yeah. we were hanging yeah totally yeah yeah so i think you need both when you're developing like you need to play with older people that are a lot better but you also need to play with your peers your peers yeah, yeah. so you, that you can play and screw and, up and, and, and play music that may be totally different than totally different with, with older folks absolutely yeah. you know yeah. yeah yep and just try to yes incorporate yeah these different styles together yeah you know yeah, I remember seeing you guys play right at, like, this would have been 94 or so. I remember seeing that, that group with you and, uh, and Howie and PT and, and Robbie. That was, yeah. I think that was one of the first well, times. Do you know when that would have been? 94, Okay, roughly. Because mm-hmm. I started in Kappa in 95. Okay. But I, I, I knew you guys before I started mm-hmm. going there. So I think it was probably, it might have been like 93, but it's yeah. probably, probably 94. So how old were you in 94? I was like, let's see, I was 14, okay. 15. Okay, so you guys were, okay. Yeah. 94, I would have been 20 or 21. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, okay. Because you're, you're about five years older yeah. than me. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so you, were, you guys were gigging with that band? We were gigging, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's yeah. exciting. Yeah, we were playing a lot. Yeah, um, yeah we have, there, was, there was tons of, tons of stuff we did, and that was all through our teenage years. Did you guys take Pretty it much. serious? Like, were you excited about it? Were yeah, you, you, I, I think so. I think we took it serious. We had rehearsals. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think we took it serious. We were always, when we were when we were together, you know, we would always be listening to music, too. A lot of it was. Yeah. Um, um, and I remember Robbie had the, the, 
the, a lot a lot of music. I remember like just riding with being with Robbie a lot. He had a lot of lot of stuff and a lot of records. Robbie's a little older than you guys, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So so was he kind of maybe the connection that that, that brought Paul into the mix? I'm not sure if it was Paul. I, I think it might have been Hill. I don't I don't know if Hilly might have been. I don't know. Hilly's a little older too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It might have been that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. So some of those guys like like specifically Paul and Howie were guys I started playing with in my teenage years, mm-hmm. you know. Um, maybe Howie a little after Paul. And I'm guessing that's kind of how I ended up, in a way, meeting you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, me being from south of the city, but being in just a play. And we'd probably in some way hear about one another, and then sure. eventually we hook up. It's you a know? small world when you get down to yeah. it. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you you learn, you know, you you learn about everybody pretty quick, yeah. I think. Right. You know. So so all through I'm, high school you're you're playing it's <clears throat> cool. You're playing gigs. Yeah, playing you're gigs. Your folks probably still playing with these younger guys. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. What happens then out of high school? Yeah, out of high school, I guess it was it was a year out of high school. Um I was about a year out and I was doing a play uh the whiz <laughs> at the Bayam theater and it was um I forgot the uh, the guy who was uh, the director um Billy Porter oh yeah. yeah he was the director and uh I remember leaving the rehearsal and getting a call from I don't know if it was a text I don't know if it was pagers back then but anyway <laughs> I got I got I got something from uh, shout out to Nelson Harrison who gave me the who gave gave me the update about Ahmad looking for for a drummer, so that's where that that all started. And that was literally that was that was a year out of high school. Yeah, that happened when you were a year out of high school. Yeah, I was yeah. a year out of high school. Yeah, yeah, that's when I got. That's when yeah, that was wow. nine. I didn't realize you were that young. Yeah, I was young. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so <laughs> so we're talking about Ahmad Jamal, like the, the legendary yeah. jazz pianist. You started playing with him when you were how old? 23 yeah okay but you but 99 but you made contact math, even younger whatever the math the is. contact was made even younger when you were <laughs> yeah. like 18 yeah. or something I'm sorry you said you, you heard from Ahmad through Nelson when you were even well younger? no 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 no. I was I was I had graduated by then so I might have been like 1920 okay yeah, yeah something 1920 like when there were talks of when, this? when there was talks of this yeah okay but it took but, it, but it happened no but it uh but it would, it happened like well Nelson basically said you know Ma's coming to town he's looking for a drummer I told him about you so yeah. he came to town everybody knows the story I told the story <laughs> some I other podcast I don't know all podcasts, this I don't know all the details, but um I'll but I um it was uh he said you know Ma's going to be in town can you be at this jam session Roger Humphrey's jam session I think it was a Thursday night can you be there Tuesday or Thursday can you be there. Of course, I'm gonna be there. So I was there, and Paul was auditioning too for the gig. I was auditioning too uh, with Paul, and uh, Amat was in the in the audience. We played Nutville. The song was over. You know, Amat came over, and I didn't. I haven't talked. I hadn't talked to Amat yet. I had not talked to him until after I played. Yeah. So after I played, we sat the t- just like this. It was Amat, me, myself, Paul, my dad, and Nelson. And we yeah. were We were at a round table. And we were just talking, and we were just, Ma was telling stories. And then after he got up off the table, you know, after an hour of just, you know, just chatting, he said, okay, uh, well, I'll be in touch. Yeah. And cool, I'll be in touch. And about three months later, 
I got a call from Ahmad. Yeah. And that was that was where he, you know, he um invited me to come on the road with him back then. And that was ninety nine. Forks Drum Closet, Nashville's full line drum store. Celebrating its fortieth year in business, Forks is independently owned and operated in the heart of Music City. Specializing in drums and percussion, Forks offers great discounts on all major brands and will beat any retailer's advertised price. From new and used equipment, vintage drums, and marching and orchestral instrument, Forks has something for every drummer. They also offer professional rental, repair, and restoration services, as well as drum lessons. Stop by their storefront at 308 Chestnut Street in Nashville, Tennessee, or call 615-383-8343, or go online at ForksDrumCloset.com. So that's like two years after high school. Right? Yeah, two yeah. years. Maybe yeah, okay. Yeah. 99. So yeah. you're what, 20? Tw- yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I remember being in New York pl- playing with Maynard, and Reggie was on the band by this point. Yeah. And I remember us that. hooking up yep. at Chauncey's yeah. place, oh, Chauncey wow. Upson's place. So Reggie and I got a cab or something, met you. Yeah, and Chauncey. And we hooked up with Chauncey and hung. You were yeah. out with Ahmad. Yeah. And I was out with Maynard. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, wow. Iridium so, that week. So tell, yeah. yeah, we were playing the Blue Note, you were Iridium, yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell, talk about that experience a little bit. Yeah, so the first gig I did with Ahmad was um, in Boston. Um, he sent me an itinerary, basically. My first itinerary was like, yeah. You know, I'm a kid. I'm looking at these dates like, whoa, you know. Yeah. Overseas or, you know, yeah. Europe. And I'm, I'm, so it was <laughs> huge. And then, you know, he says, uh, will this do? And I pay this much. Will that work for you? And I'm like, yeah. You know, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it'll work well. I'm a kid. So, you know, um, the experience was great. I, I, as you know, it was a mod um, was my first time. When you first started, mm-hmm. not to cut you off, was mm-hmm. was it? 
was it trio or was it percussion in the trio. band? Okay, just piano trio. It was trio at first and then Manello or Manolo Bajan. Manolo. Yeah. And then um So I cut you off, but yeah, so yeah, yeah, I just yeah. wanna know if you were playing trio at first. No, it was it was yeah, it was at first it was. But uh yeah. It was it was great. We the travel was great. The, the see, seeing you know all parts of the world. Any rehearsal off the bat? There was a one. There was. There was one rehearsal. We had one rehearsal at this at the Steinway uh, in, in Boston. It was a Steinway uh, place, and mm-hmm. it was it was not like I was reading anything. It was kind of like we just went over maybe five or six songs, and he would just basically tell me you know how how he operates. His thing was two. You know, means two beat, four swing, top. So uh, he was, a, you know, he kind of orchestrated everything. Yeah. So that was the little that was something for me to get used to, you know. Because when you're when you're playing, you just you just kind of the guy we kind of feel where we're going to go. Yeah. But with a mod, it was like you know, you know, I, you know, you you might be in the, in a in a place where okay, I feel like going to you know, going to the top with it or going you know heavy. But a mod's like, nah, come on back. <laughs> so he would you know, so he would kind of like. Direct everything, and I, that's just something I, I was just, that I all with signals or, or, or was signals. Most of it was signals. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, it was cool. It was just, it's something I just had to adjust to, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And how long did you stay with him? Yeah. I was with a mod probably on and off for for about eight years, something like that. Okay, I didn't even realize it was that long. Yeah, and then there was a I did, I I didn't see him for. a I didn't play with him for about 10 years went by. And then I did uh, a gig with him in 2019. That was the last gig I did with him. It was right before COVID. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that had to be a huge, I mean, any gig like that, your first gig of being so young yeah. with a, like a name gig, someone yeah. like that. Yeah. You just had to see so much and experience so much. I did. But I could, under, I, could, yeah. I could get, we've talked about this as friends before, yeah, yeah. but I can imagine like there's some pressure on some level, but there's also like restraints of like, yeah. or, or uh, constraints, or, excuse my grammar, mm-hmm. like of playing with, you know, you, you have to figure out what's required of the yeah. gig and please the boss, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I, I really feel like it took me like years to really to understand what he wanted. Yeah, you know, and play together. I really feel like the first two, three. I just I was holding on. Yeah, you know, I really feel like the the best gig I played with him was the last gig I played with him. <laughs> the two, like I I was on. I think we played just after the, the Kennedy went by. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. You're older, I'm a lot older, and, and I kind of sure. and I'm like, wow, like I, I you know. 
I'm I'm hearing things differently. I'm feeling things differently. So yeah, you know, I really feel like that was the first time like I was able to like play with him and you know still be myself, but give him what he wants. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, it takes a long time to figure that out. Yeah, it's a long time. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's that's great, man. Yeah, there's a lot of lot of learning, man. Totally. You know, when 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 I'm I'm curious because going to high school. It was it was cool because James and I both liked a lot of different stuff, you know. Yeah. But musically, your influences like run a huge gamut, you know. Mm-hmm. We should talk about about that, you know, because you you also compose, you know. Yeah. And so all these influences are affecting all of that. So yeah. What's the what what are some what's the music now mm. that you're really into? Just some different stuff that you like to listen to. Mm. <laughs> I know that's kind of a loaded question, but um I listen to like a lot of lo fi R and B music. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to describe I don't know if, if that even makes sense. I to think of ours. But between that, I mean I don't I'm not really I don't uh, I'm not listening to anything particular. I'm not like stuck on anything. I'm, okay. you know. Yeah, sure. I, I feel like that kind of has to do a lot with my playing too. <laughs> like I feel like I always. I have this conversation with my friend Cliff. I always feel like, like growing up, I had like a balanced meal. I don't. I never felt like I was like a strong. Like I don't like have a voice in like like jazz or I wasn't a strong funk. I just feel like. Like it was just balance, you yeah, know what I mean. Had, I don't feel like I was like, I yeah, you know what I mean. I'm not like, mm-hmm. I don't stick out in in genres because I just I don't know. I just feel like that had a lot to do with my upbringing, just what I was listening to. I was never really just focused on one thing, and that could be a good. That's a good thing, I guess. It could be a bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, but, I, I would but, say like yeah. from knowing you and hearing you young, yeah. like in a way, you to hear you now and hear you when we were, you know, you were twenty. Mm-hmm. There's, that thread is still there. That connection, like, yeah. you still sound like James to me, even yeah. than you did then. Yeah. And I think you liked. I'm not trying to speak for you, but I th- you liked all this different music, and you continue to like all this different music. Yeah. And I think I would guess that things can happen. Like we've turned each other on to music. I'm sure you and Tom turn each other on to stuff. Yeah. And I'm sure stuff jumps out to you, yeah. at you, and then you get yeah. really into something for a period. Yeah. But then that goes away, and then you, like we all do, we revisit. Mm-hmm. kind of go back and forth yeah. mm-hmm. but I think like us all living in Pittsburgh a town like Pittsburgh where there's there's this jazz history but but you know probably you and I even more than Tom we, we, we have to pl- we play stuff that's not always jazz mm-hmm. and and I think from your like you talked about the church upbringing that school mm-hmm. your parents school playing with your family mm-hmm. playing vocal music writing music all this stuff it's all representative in your yeah. in your playing to me mm-hmm. So I don't think of you so much as like a one, like you're saying, like there's not this specialty thing to your, yeah. to your playing. Or like you know, you think Tom. I think people sure. think of Tom Moore as a jazz drummer. Mm. And, you know, I hope they do. Yeah. They think of me as something else. I don't know. I don't. Know. <laughs> and, and I'm probably a, a little too. more all over the place. You know what I mean? No, but you guys do play a lot of different kinds of music. I don't really do that. So. Yeah. But that's something I admire because you guys yeah. do it well. well you know? I mean, I, I that had a lot to do with my father too because he would like yeah. he would encourage that to me growing up. Oh like, yeah. 
And, you know, I, as young, he would be proud of me. Oh, my son plays all these. So I thought, yeah, I'm supposed to, you know. And yeah. I enjoyed listening. I enjoy listening to the good music, regardless yeah. of what it is, you know. Like, sure. good music's good music, you know. And, and I think, I think, you know, from what I get from it, too, and I've always got from it from you, is, is it's often has nothing to do with the drums. Would you say, agree with that? Yeah, I mean, sometimes I it does, obviously, have I to would. do with drums. But, yes. but you're not thinking about music, no. like, from a drumming standpoint. Where I was younger, I was probably thinking more yeah. about the drums, Yeah, you know? Yes, that is very true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know what that is. Yeah, I don't have, like, yeah, I feel like I always say I'm not a drummer's drummer. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but, if you want But you have stuff that a lot of drummers... Yeah. We'll never have because yeah, right. you're because you do have you're a musician you have drummer, drummer. drummer stuff yeah, yeah, on yeah. some level yeah. obviously and you're super musical and versatile right. and that's going to keep you playing and working forever if you mm -hmm. choose to yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. yeah that was that was the that's first thing good. that was the first thing I noticed like the first time yeah. I ever heard James play yeah when we did the melon that student thing yeah you know I remember that that was the, the really the first time I ever really like heard him play with a group and I was like. I just remember thinking, like, man, he's a good musician. Yeah. yeah. Like, it wasn't like, wow, he can play drums. It was like, man, he's a good musician. Man. Yeah. You know? I would have those things with James, too, where you it's know? like, yeah. I'd feel that. Yeah. Then there'd be other times where I'd be like, oh, wow, he's a really great drummer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, as well Stock. as being a good, <laughs> Absolutely. good musician. You know no, what I mean? yeah, yeah, both. <laughs> so Absolutely. It's, and you'd hear your friends, because we play with the same sure. bass players, the same guitar players, the same keyboard players. You hear people say, oh, I really like the way James does this. Or, I sure. like the way Tom does this. Sure. And then you start trying to check out, let me see what he's doing that sure. people like, you know. Well, we but, practiced a lot in high school, man. We did. <laughs> a lot of pads, yeah. And I, I, was all, I would always be in awe of just how natural, James, your hands, like when you would just play rudiments, it was just, it would be like, yeah, that's, you know. You know, yeah. sometimes you watch guys play and sometimes they play w real well, but it's very like, oh yeah, you know, but w when certain people play mm. it, it just looks like they're yeah, riding James, a bike or James's something. James' stuff looks pretty. Like it's, it's kind of, it's, it's very natural. and natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I, I always yeah. admire that. Yeah. You know? I have a funny yeah. little yeah. James story. Um, well, I have a lot of funny James <laughs> Me stories. Me too. <laughs> but I remember being at Drum World one time and I'm not sure how old we were. This is Drum World in Castle Shannon, the old drum shop. And, um, Somebody in the shop that day was talking about some like weird exercise or something. I don't even remember exactly what it was, and it was like something from some drum video. And James was like, "Oh, what, what are they talking about?" And I was like, "Oh, it was like, like playing like paradiddles or something in your hand and playing like paradiddles in your feet at the same time, but like half the speed." Some stuff I would never think of wanting to play or try. Yeah. And James and I could see James is like head, like his wheels turning, and he just sits down on his throne. And he just starts playing paradiddles, you know, and then like instantly starts playing paradiddles half the speed with his feet, like like instantly. Wow! And I was just like, wow, <laughs> you know, like I don't care about those kind of exercises, yeah, but yeah. like you, there was like a curiosity. Yep. Like I wonder if I can do that, and yep. then you just did it. Yeah. And I remember other people that were there were like, how yeah. do you do that? Yeah, that's you a James moment. Man. It's weird. I'm, I'm always. If you know me, I'm always looking for the next good exercise. Yeah, absolutely. Because I feel like I, I, even when I played, growing up playing drums, I never really played, like, for concepts or, like, licks. I never practiced licks or, like, concept, conceptualized, tried to figure out. I just played a lot of exercise, and I played music. You know, there's music, and I went to the drum set. I mean, I played, but, I mean, I, I would add a lot to Greg, too. He had tons of exercises. Yeah, you know? Greg was always so good for that. So I'm always looking at something that's just going to, 
just help me keep, you know. Yeah. You know, keep things moving or yep. keep the brain split as much, you know. <laughs> sure. You know, and yeah. Well, I'm sure being in high school together, yeah. you guys were turning each other on to, to different music, correct? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I learned a lot, man. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And then when we when we became buddies, like we had a lot of shared interests from this kind of more yeah. jazz and fusion kind of world. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a, a, an episode of the Drum Candy Podcast coming up where we're talking about some drummers. Yeah. But I don't want to... We won't go deep into like what we talk about in there, yeah. but I know like right off the bat we had these kind of shared influences of like Will Kennedy, Dennis, Wackle, okay. you know, and then some jazz guys like Tony, yeah. Elvin, stuff like that. And I'm sure you guys—that was my about, shared yeah. influences yeah, 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 yeah. with him, right? So, and, and I would hear that in your playing. It was like as friends, and you'd hear like, "Oh, I can hear the Will influence. I can hear yeah. Dennis influence. I can hear you've checked out these guys." Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it, it probably goes both ways. But um, again, like Tom was saying, like the way you would play with the pad or whatever, it made it look natural. You always had a way of 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 making that stuff feel really natural, mm-hmm. which I which I'm. It's like people, they can sound like you're discrediting people sometimes. Like, oh, it's so, he's so natural. I used to get mad people say that. Oh, he's really natural. I'm yeah. like, nah, I practice a lot. Right. I've worked at this. <laughs> right. I've listened a lot. Mm-hmm. So I think it's clear. So I think, like, even though you you say you're not a drummer's drummer, you say you're not overly drummy, and I agree with you, <laughs> but I think all that stuff is kind of in there. Oh. You obviously spend a lot of time playing, yeah. a lot of time listening and working on developing mm-hmm. your thing, but maybe you just don't have a, uh, like a clear idea of like I only want to do this. Nah, it's kind of you're kind of all over the place in a musical way. It's a, yeah, absolutely. It's a that, great does thing. that make yeah. sense? Yeah. I mean, I feel like. I mean, I feel like sometimes that could be a, that was a setback, but maybe. And then again, I don't. You know, like just not being like very dominant in 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 any of them. You know, what I mean, just yeah. you know, but. I don't think it's a setback for you because you're yeah. a good enough musician that whatever you're in, you bring what that situation I, needs I to. Yeah, yeah, no, man, you you do. Yeah, you know, I think that's an important. I think a lot of drummers <laughs> could learn a lot from that. Yeah, yeah. you know, that whole idea. Well, I mean, I specifically remember hearing James at the at the grill one time, and this is long after we were friends, and after you met probably while you were still playing with a mob at home. Mm-hmm. I was back from the road from Mainers Band, so early two thousands. Was that session on, was that Monday nights? Mondays. Uh, at the Hill District one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, you know, and like, I'm sure you would sub for James sometimes in that session. I would sub for James. We, we would be there sometimes together, hearing mm-hmm. each other. I remember just one night in particular, you were playing like some up-tempo standard. Mm-hmm. I think it was Howie and I think Grubbs might have been on the game. Oh, my God, yeah. I remember that night, I was like, whoa, man, James is really, <laughs> really playing. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and there was this real beautiful command of, like softer, yeah, the softer Always, side of yeah. playing mm-hmm. that I was like coming a little more from fusion and stuff like that, and like to come off a maintenance band, play like a loud band. I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta mm-hmm. step my my stuff up to 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 get my lower dynamic, yeah, happening. Mm-hmm. Is that something you 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 felt like a mosque helped with that, or yeah, or just you were thinking about that in general? Yeah, I mean, just being or both. Yeah, like. Dynamics, that's what that's Ahmad's thing, mm-hmm. um, uh, in in space, you know. Um, but like totally but, different than like our shared interest of like fusion drummers. It wasn't that kind of stuff. It was like no. really quiet, yeah. you know, like 
like not that those guys can't play quiet, but right. we're used to hearing them kind of slamming more more or less in a in a beautiful way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, this was like really colorful, pretty playing mm. that yeah. I was like, man, where did he get all this stuff from? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I think pl- playing with a mod had a lot to do with that. Just uh, just being aware of it, you, you know. Where 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 we're supposed to be, or you know, you know, space, or you know, because he that was again a mod would just kind of like be controlling everything, you know. And when you feel like you want to go high, he's like, no, I, I want to be here. So it was kind of like an emotional thing too, because you had to kind of like pull back, yeah, emotional, emotionally too. You might want to be, but no, nah, you got to follow yeah. the boss. So. Yeah. Did it you was, did you yeah. feel that? You know, I know you said after the break you went back. the The best you felt playing the gig was when you were older. When, but when you were younger and playing with him all the time, did you feel like, did were you thinking about that every night? Like, oh, I'm, oh, I, I want to play this better. I, well, no, I'm no, struggling I mean, with this. I, Is, yeah. Am I giving him what he needs? Like, I, were you liking your playing? Did you feel growth? Yeah, I mean, I feel like it. Like it just took a, a couple years for me to, you know, to get it. I guess the best way yeah. to put it, you know, <laughs> to understand, you know, it's um, a lot to deal with, man. Especially being that young, you know, it's a lot to figure out and to, you know, absorb, man. And 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 Ahmad, he 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 likes he likes it when 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 you play bottom up, and that was his thing, play bottom up. And Explain you know, that. I that means with more support from your from your lower end and not so top heavy. Yeah, but yeah. And, and that could mean that could mean so many different things. Yeah. It's feathering yeah. different things or just how you're playing it. Yeah. So he was just he but was not like, bottom up like a like groove bottom up like like not like all groove of it. playing. You know what and I mean? Even in swing, just that's what just, I mean. It's, yeah, it's yeah. probably like a right. like a Overall. softer bottom up, not like what we think. Or you know, bot, bottom heavy. We tend to think of like right. meat and potatoes kind of right. laying it down. You're not talking about. No, that. I'm talking more just playing with the support of having it there, like the presence of it. You know yeah. what I mean? Just. And he would say that, you know, during during we would gig or you know or a rehearsal, you know, play from the bottom up. <laughs> the biggest compliment I ever got from him was the last gig we did, and and it was I yeah, you know, I don't remember Amon giving too many compliments like that, but he didn't have to. I mean, we just yeah. But we were playing at, at the Kennedy Center in the middle of a song. I think Manolo was yeah on the gig, and James came back, and he looked over. At James and I and I felt like that was a night like I really felt I just felt like I was hearing everything like yeah. I just wasn't you know yeah. n- like now like okay I, I see I was feeling what he wants I was trying to you know being yeah. more supportive and he looked at James and he goes no that's a groove and that's all he said yeah <laughs> and I was like oh, thanks you know like, yeah, yeah. Maybe, that's you good know, that's a great compliment you know? man he's right too um, man. But yeah, from a mod that that was a big lesson. Yeah. Space, play from the bottom, and I try to apply that in my playing. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, even when I play a, a little bit with Monty, I mean, Monty said something to me, and, and I, I, you know, I played a few gigs with Monty. It was that 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 gig's totally different. You know, too <laughs> great, too amazing, but totally different. Monty was like he would say he said give me a little more space. I was like oh, okay, yeah. Well, do, you know what I mean. <laughs> so like, and this is this is I'm talking about years. I'm thinking this is like years later. I'm still you know, but like, you know. So I'm 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 trying to take all those things and just try to make 
how do I make music out of it using those elements with everyone I play? I try to. I mean, sure. You yeah. know, we try, you know, it doesn't always work, but <laughs> but for the most part, you know, try to, well, to use those. Yeah. Well, you're clearly a drummer that musicians love playing with, which is mm-hmm. maybe the best compliment yeah. you can have. Mm-hmm. You know true. what I mean? I mean, we play with so many of the same musicians, but, yeah. and everybody loves playing with you, which mm-hmm. is which you know, but that's great, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, definitely, man. We should mm-hmm. probably, before we end, man, we should talk about some of your composing, man, because yeah. you put a few records out of mm-hmm. your music, and that's that's unique, man. Yeah, I have a couple projects out. The first one is between, that's my first solo project, and the, and the next one was uh, Full Circle. And then I, I did a project for my wife, uh, and that was uh, Insomnia. So, yeah, there's a few projects um, some writing involved, a lot of it is original music. Um, and I feel like all those those songs of pieces that I have together is kind of a combination of everything that I've, I've learned, you know, from 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 the B2, the B, B, Hammond B200, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. To, yeah. You know, it's it's just kind of like, a, you know, a representation, a representation of, you know, sure. what it is now, you know. But, you, um, you have any you have any projects coming up? Any um, any, any writing? Well, yeah, I'm writing. You, you know, um, there's some projects. I am writing for a project this this year. I don't know. Uh, sometime this year it'll come out. But <laughs> I, um, yeah, I've been writing. Good. Man. Yeah, that's great. What, what about the, like the the drumming side of things? Are you what are you thinking about? Like, any, do you have anything you're excited about? I don't mean like exercises, or I mean like <laughs> I mean just as a musician. Like, is there, is there some stuff you you want to let out that you, that you you want to express that you're that you haven't yet, or 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 yeah. or like because you know it's it's hard to find for all of us to find yeah. people to play with and, and and where you can really tap into certain things. Mm-hmm. And that's not to discredit anybody, but I mean yeah. it's it's tough no matter where you live. It's hard to do it consistently. Too. Yeah. And we all know from playing here, like, hey, man, can I ask a bass player, can you play this night? No, I'm playing with James that night. I'm playing with Tom that night. So, like, we're all trying to I know. To, to have the... It's a big... Our, our, our pick of the, the musicians. I'm just wondering, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, because Tom has some groups he leads, I have some bands I lead. You'll do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering what's what's next in that capacity. Yeah. I don't have any, like, projects right now or anything. I, not really. Um, and that's just now. I mean, I could change... And this year I can change next year's, but right now I'm, that's not really what I'm like. Yeah, I'm focused on you know I'm not yeah yeah as much like for more f- yeah. friendship like like I feel like there's this like uh, I don't know man like you're we're all hoping to mature and grow up in some way but I feel like in some ways you're you're kind of like am I wrong like I feel like you've just kind of like hit this beautiful place maybe yeah in some ways. Yeah, you know, yeah, some yeah, of our yeah, hands yeah. where you're like, yeah, I'm just, yeah, you know, you wanted this peace to, to, to happen and exist. That, that's it, man. I'm just trying. Yeah, that's it. I'm like, you know, I'm still, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a husband and I, I'm a father. So like, you know, there's so many things that I'm like, I got a house. You know, I got, you know, so, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, music has never really been top. Yeah. For me, and it's and it might it, it, you know it's like for me it's always been like you know God 
family, and then f- then my friends, and then and music comes in. It comes in there, but it's not like yeah, you know, I, I'm okay not talking about music. But we can talk about <laughs> sure. you know yeah yeah the amp mount on the on the floor, or then like not your <laughs> yeah, floor, yeah. or like I'm I'm so <laughs> the stars, you know. I'm like whatever, you know. I'm, I'm kind of like I'm easy and I'm. You never really he- hear me talk about like drum gear that much, you know, <laughs> or drums, you know, or you know. I mean, I do, there, but there's moments of not, that. But yeah, it's not, we will. It's not yeah, it's front. not like a. Yeah. 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 I'm boring. No, you're not boring. <laughs> you're not boring, man. boring at all, man. It's been great, man. Thanks for doing it. I want to hear you more, man. <laughs> yeah. So it's great get to hear man. you more. I appreciate y'all. Yeah, man. Yeah. We'll do. We'll do a part two at some point. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Cool. Hey, real quick, is there? Where can people find your records? Are they, are they on, on streaming platforms? On on the yeah, all on the platforms. Cool. Uh, Is that James Johnson the third? James Johnson the third. Yeah. Yep. yeah Check those out, man. They're great. They are great. They are great pieces yeah. of music. Yeah. Man. I gotta do more though. I can't. I can't leave. I can't leave this earth with those two albums. I just can't. <laughs> I, got, I gotta do. You're I doing gotta, better than me, man. I don't yeah, have one out yet. I don't have one either. <laughs> you know, I have these projects, but nothing is under my name. You know. Yeah. You're true. doing good. Yeah, yeah man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That is it for this week's episode. And like we alluded to earlier in the episode, we are bringing James back to do 10 Reasons to Love. We've got 10 Reasons to Love Will Kennedy, and we've got 10 Reasons to Love Dennis Chambers. Those are both coming down the pike. So I wanted to introduce James to you all before we bring him in for those so you can kind of know where we're all coming from. So anyway, as always, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Um, thank you for the two of you who, or three of you, who wrote reviews over on iTunes that got us to the 100 mark. Much appreciated. Let's get it to 200, shall we? <laughs> anyway, I, I appreciate you all listening and for your support. Um, we'll be back with, I think, a gear-related topic next week. And until then, we're going to send it out with one of the track tracks off of James's record, um, Full Circle. This one is called Rebirth. Go check out the whole record. It's available on Spotify and iTunes and Apple Music, or you can purchase it. Um, go support James, go support your local artist, and we'll see you next week.